Discerning Hearts presents In Search of the Still Point with Dr. Regis Martin. In episode 31, Dr. Martin reflects on Read This, Chance or the Dance. If ever I were stranded on an island in the South Seas and could read but one book beneath a a coconut tree, what might that book be? Well, leaving aside the obvious choice of a volume on how to build a boat in one day, I think perhaps I would most want to read Tom Howard's Chance or the Dance, a critique of modern secularism, which I've read so many times already that I'd probably not even have an actual copy, having pretty much memorized the whole blooming book. It is one of those drop-everything books that, unless you're holding a child in your arms, it would be best to read before picking up anything else. And why is that? Because the argument of the book, neatly encapsulated by the title itself, goes to the very heart of the question, that even if you're not stuck on an island in the South Pacific, you'd better ask straight away, since failing to do so disqualifies you from asking any other question. It is the question Professor Howard wrote his book to try and answer, the great cosmic question, staring everyone in the face. Yes, even when the only company you've got are the coconuts. Is it chance or the dance? that moves the world? Is life only a random concatenation of atoms swirling about the universe in a perfectly aimless and arbitrary way? Or is there a choreography to the cosmos, a rhythm, an order, a pattern that is both elegant and efficient? Cosmos or chaos? the mystical body, or mayhem. And of course, you've got to choose, since not to choose is really to choose, to decide on nothingness, which I have found to be an almost perfect definition of most network TV. Seinfeld, for example, which is really so many shows about nothing. Funny, yes, but ultimately fatuous. Shakespeare could have told me that. Life as nothing more than a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. To sound the depths of that despair to which poor Macbeth is driven at the very end of the play, his dead wife on one side, his enemies on the other, inexorably closing in for the kill. What Howard does with great wit and admirable lucidity is to provide the most instructive and really quite stunning contrast between two versions of reality, neither of which can be reduced or reconciled with the other. On the one hand, there is the abiding myth of the whole ancient world, which Christianity did not disavow but rather deepened, baptized even, elevating it onto the plane 
of the supernatural, on the understanding that grace does not abolish nature, but instead completes and perfects it. Riding time like a river is how the poet Hopkins puts it, not simply skimming across the surface or hovering above the flux, but entering into the very marrow and stuff of matter in order to transfigure it all unto glory. Nature, as St. John Henry Newman reminds us, nature is a parable, always telling us a story, in other words, the point of which signifying far more than nature can say. And so, as Howard will put it, indeed he never tires of telling us, everything means everything. Grace is always at work, moving through the grit, through the material world, with its wonderful immediacy of sound and smell and sight, of taste and touch, in order finally to arrive at the most sublime, the most spiritual of realities, which, of course, is God. Meanwhile, the myth nowadays in the saddle, the new myth, tells us that nothing means anything, that in all the universe no two beings can ever stand in relation one to the other. Everything remains disparate, divergent. Here is the triumph of the equivocal, where only the darkness of difference is left. Everything becomes a private, incommunicable world, an absurd, lonely, solipsistic world, hellishly private. Jean-Paul Sartre was dead wrong. Hell is not other people. Hell is being alone, always and forever. How does one escape from so oppressive a place? Well, you might try and read Tom Howard and find out. And along the way, there are so many sights to see and to savor. Thanks for listening. This is Regis Martin in search of the still point. You've been listening to Dr. Regis Martin in search of the still point. For more episodes in this series, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in our free Discerning Hearts app or on many other streaming platforms. Discerning Hearts is a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. To learn how you can support our mission, visit discerninghearts.com.